0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on Managers Media Day in League Cup Final Week. Ange Postacoglu is calling on his players to seize the opportunity but will not entertain any treble talk. Michael Beale couldn't give the Rangers fans any good injury news and says they still need to improve even if they do win on Sunday. And sadly, Hibs owner Ron Gordon has passed away at the age of 68. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Gordon Diel. And Mark Wilson Usually on a Tuesday night We're still picking the bones out Of what happened at the weekend But it seems like Such a huge week We're already looking forward To Sunday Before that Big games on Saturday For a lot of teams In the Premiership And of course Like you said there Gordon Sad news in the capital today With the passing of Ron Gordon Chairman and owner of Hibs At 68 Our thoughts go out To the family and the club At this time Yeah absolutely Well said everyone here at Clyde One Super Scoreboard wants to pass on their condolences everyone involved at Hibs friends and family clearly there was a, an illness that people were aware of um, but shock news this afternoon I think that sad passing of Ron Gordon um, Gordon DL as Mark quite rightly points out this is a it's a box office week this isn't it brilliant I'm looking forward to it Gordon uh, it's a big week I know that all eyes will be focused on Hamden at 3 o'clock on Sunday but if you look before that Saturday's fixtures at bottom four all play each other massive especially to try and get some points for Dundee United sitting there rooted bottom of the table manager under a little bit of pressure Motherwell what a week they've had six points out of six can they continue against a struggling Kilmarnock as well so a lot of great football ahead yeah, and as Gordon says, maybe we'll get a Motherwell managerial announcement in the coming days. Aberdeen are looking for one, Partick Thistle are looking for one, so it's all happening out there in Scottish football, and clearly there is one big game dominating things this week. So let's get stuck into that. 01419511025, that or anything else that you fancy, that is the number to call. And don't forget, just like we did last night, every caller who makes it on air tonight goes into the draw for a pair of tickets to the Virgin Bet Race Day at Air Racecourse on Saturday the 11th of March. It'll be a top day out and all you need to do, like I say, is come on and make a point to the panel. Now you might have done that anyway, but this is just a, a nice uh, prize that you might pick up at the end. Before we go off air at 8 o'clock tonight, I will announce who has picked up those tickets. So give us a call. As long as you get on and make a point to the panel, you could be heading off, you and a pal, a partner, whatever it may be, to the Virgin Bet Race Day Air Race Course Saturday 11th of March The number you need 01419511025 I get what you're saying Mark Wilson already because Although it's Tuesday We're sort of uh, Looking forward Rather than Than back But the two are Are linked I think you know Rangers fans are going to look at Which players didn't feature At the weekend And, and whether any of them Will be back we'll, we'll hear from Michael Beale In the not too distant future There was obviously uh, and another impressive victory for Celtic as well. Um, Michael Beale keeps up his impressive run of results. So it's all coming off the back of the weekend. It's all set up for an interesting week, isn't it? It certainly is. Two teams in form, results-wise. One probably uh, more in form performance-wise. Celtic head and shoulders, I think, above the rest in the league. But Rangers have got this knack to get the job done, which it proves for a dangerous opponent. And Ange Postecoglou will know that. But... You know, two impressive scorelines. You take Aberdeen with Barry Robson at the helm. You thought, would they come and 
and be a different side Well Celtic proved otherwise Some tremendous performances again From Hatati and McGregor um, And then you look at Rangers We all say about Livingston A hard place to go The surface would be tricky And they make it look easy So both managers will be Hugely pleased with their performances at the weekend Because it's exactly what you want Leading in a, such a huge Crucial week Such a crucial game Can't wait for it to come around Sunday yeah, well, whatever you're thinking, uh, it's one of those weeks. We had, we had people suggesting they're starting 11 last night, mm-hmm. Gordondale Monday night, six days before the game. It's that type of week. Uh, but whatever it is that you want to discuss tonight, whether it is early thoughts about team news, whether it's thoughts about form, whether it's specifically any of the comments that you're about to hear from the managers who sat at a media conference today or anything else entirely, it's 0141951. 1025 Get your calls in nice and early And let us know what you're thinking It promises to be uh, a busy week I must admit before we get stuck into the serious stuff The the simple sight of Michael Beale and Ange Postacoglu Sitting side by side Mm. at the press conference today uh, Looking like two men who had been taken hostage um, And put there (laughs) against their will Very, very awkward Um, And I think it's given everyone a good laugh I've seen some interesting captions on social media this afternoon Reminds me of when you two went for your joint press conference Taking over at Airdrie Yeah, yeah um, But you don't get that too often Ranger Celtic manager sitting together Doing a press conference So um, yes, I think it'll be interesting We'll hear a, a bit of the clip tonight Gordon and both managers And what they have to say Looking forward to a massive cup final at weekend Yeah Mark, I actually thought when I saw the picture They were going to go on and conduct the press conference together Which would have been incredible I don't think they did You know, They did it separately It was just a bit at the start A photo opportunity or whatever um, <sighs> Either way Because our colleague Andrew McLean took a picture Where the facial expressions, the body language It looked very awkward um, And I thought maybe he's just caught them at a an inappropriate moment But every single picture I've seen <laughs> Is worse than the last one You know what I felt sorry for the pair of them Because You know they're professional guys And they probably would chat away However in the public eye You know Their own set of supporters Don't want to see any Real friendship in the week Leading up to a big game And, and the two of them played that part very well I mean it just looks so awkward I've got my theory on it I think it's just the size of the table Right, they're that so. close. Like you can almost imagine, you know, one of these big like NFL style press conferences you see, <laughs> or like yeah. at the golf or whatever. If it was one of these big tables, and it maybe would look, but it was so close. It's like they were, the they were sharing a, It's like sharing your desk with someone. They should have school. made it like the box and. Uh, exactly oh, Big long the face table off. The face off Just stand there And look at each other <laughs> Hand in his trunks <laughs> Standing oh, tense and That would be good that Oh it was quite something But they did They went on and did They they went their separate ways So uh, let I us would have liked to have seen What you suggested Gordon The actual questions The two of them sat side mm. by side Because you wonder You know how did they react In front of the other one Yeah would have been right anyway 01419511025 what are you thinking i know it's only tuesday but come on i think we all know it's one of those it's one of those weeks where you can get your thoughts in nice and early so what are you thinking um if it's specifically on the comments made today uh, that's even better rangers fans michael Beale was not able uh, to give you any positive injury news unfortunately so that would involve malik tillman ryan jack john lundstrom are you starting to get concerned about that do you think there's maybe an element of a, as a, a surprise later in the week where one or all of them make a miraculous return? Or do you have, um, you know, f- 
full confidence that other people can come in and, and take place anyway Let's hear what Michael Beale had to say uh, on that topic He says it expects at the moment to be a similar squad to the weekend No real positive news right now uh, None of the boys return to training today We know we have a long in- injury list We've had it for the time that I've been back in And, and prior to me coming back um, I thought the team that you saw at the weekend will be very close to the type of team we've put out at, uh, for this cup final and it performed well. If we get one or two additions back, that will be a bonus, but I'm not counting on it right now. It's a final. I think we live in a fantasy world. If we think players lace their boots up every week in a fantastic physical condition, I think it's a final. It's a final against a big rival. So I, I have 100% faith that one or two will declare themselves fit around Friday or Saturday. Whether they are 100%, I'll have to make the choice on that. I think this is why you build a squad and we're quite blessed in terms of uh, the level of player that we have and we can call upon. Right, come on then. What do you make of that, Rangers fans? We'll hear from Ange Postacoglu very soon. Celtic fans, 01419511025. And like I mentioned, every caller who makes it on air tonight into the draw for that pair of tickets to the Virgin Bet race day. At Air Racecourse So why not get in touch And let us know What you are thinking We were about to speak to Paul But I think he's disappeared So we'll give him another couple of seconds uh, And see if we can line him up On the phone lines Of course you are welcome to tweet At Clyde SSB As well um, If you do fancy it um, Gordon I think everyone now knows A few months in Michael Beale's extremely Open Very mm. very open And expansive When he answers questions At um, press conferences even by his standards, though, it's quite interesting on the on the Tuesday to have him sort of say that you know it, it probably will be the squad that, that took place at the weekend. You know, there's no cards close to the chest. Do you think will will there be a surprise? Will Malik Tillman return? If not, how big a blow is it? Um, I, I think it'll be a blow. Uh, I think he really rates Tillman. Uh, he's been in good form, Gordon. I know that he's saying, look, that'll be nearer the, 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 the team at the weekend than was there against Livingston. He's right, because the back five will definitely start, goalkeeper and back four. You've got midfield players that will... I think you've got two choices. I look at Roof coming off and making a good impact. A very good, experienced player. Does he go with him or Sakala? But if Tillman's fit, I think Tillman comes into the... Into the team So I think he's only one or two That's all I've got One or two changes Whether it be mm. Tillman coming in And Roof I think that's mm. a question mark What do you think Paul Who's a Rangers fan on the line That good news that you were hoping for On the injury front Didn't come today How do you feel about that A few days away from the game Hi, hi Gordon Hi Gordon And hi Hello Thanks for having me on tonight I am um, I no, Delighted with No Positive news with the injury front. Um, I kind of just my, my main point tonight, I suppose, was just to throw a wee span on the works. I don't think you will do it, but I would like him to kind of um, do it. I think he kind of trying to put Celtic to bed quite early here. I think um, we've got Morelos, we've got Ruth, and we've got um, Kolak. I would, I would kind of like two up front um, and maybe take one of the holding midfielders off because I know we tend to go four, two, three, one, and I'm thinking. Can we not maybe just sacrifice one of the midfielders? I know it's a modern way of playing and whatnot, but just to get Celtic to think differently, because when Bill first came back, he did say in a, an article somewhere I read, he said, no, Rangers fans expect to see two strikers up front, and he still hasn't done it. Um, I don't know if it's maybe just the combination of the players and whatnot, doesn't suit it. But I think there's an opportunity there just to maybe make things a wee bit different and try and make things a wee bit 
um, awkward for Celtic to kind of think about. I don't, I don't know what you guys think of that. I don't think it's a, a realistic possibility, Paul. I, I really don't. I think if you take a, a midfielder and especially a holding midfielder against Celtic, the Celtic three would run over the top of you. Just the way they play, adding the fullbacks in uh, to that inverted role, then adds your numbers to that midfield area and your shortened bodies. I get I get fans what you see two up front. They think throwing a striker beside another striker gives you the best chance of creating and scoring. I don't necessarily think that's the case. You look at the midfield, the creative midfielders that Rangers have got, and then you look at the wide guys, you know, you're taking one of them away maybe. So as long as you get service to the front man, the, the guy mm. spearheading it, then I think I think Bill will, will stick with his formation. I can't just see him changing it. Out the blue for a cup final And see to be fair See for all intents and purposes It kind of was Sakala and Morelos up front At home to Ross County A couple mm. of weeks ago But I think what people mean When they say two up front Is Cholak and Morelos Because yeah. he, he has done that And he has put someone Close to Morelos But because you don't Like I say It's not the partnership That people are looking for Paul feels like You know it hasn't been done Or something he wants to see this week Can you see it? No Absolutely no chance no I can see I can see if they're Having to chase a game of course you've got to take uh, risks But at the beginning of the game And I think Mark makes uh, the point If you're going up against Celtic The strongest part of Celtic's team is the middle of the park So if you take away one of your midfield players in there You're going to go overrun And if Celtic overrun you in the middle of the park With the pace and the power they've got up front They're going to cause you all sorts of problems So no, I, I, I look, I'm like the rest I get brought up with the two strikers um, You know, I always thought it was an attractive um, formation The 4-4-2 or whatever you want to call it But the two strikers were always up there It was... I thought of more goals and more excitement But in the modern day game Especially this weekend Against a Celtic team that are flying I don't think the Michael Bale will go that surprised with two up top Out of these three injured players Paul Malik Tillman, Ryan Jack, John Lundstrom in particular Those three Is it, is it, a, is it a simple case of Malik Tillman is the biggest miss Because of his recent form Or, or someone else out of that list What do you think? Um, well I think Tillman He's one of these types of guys I think you know, He can put a defence open With one pass you know, he's, he's scored a few goals And he's set up a few goals for us So he'll be a big miss um, I think Lundstrom Again On his day He can control midfield And things like that So And Ken Is, is obviously coming on a game um, So I It's No I would want Tillman Available if he can You know um, But I, I get what the guys are saying there about the, the formation. Maybe I'm a bit, I suppose, I'd be up near the 4 4 2. You know, but I just think, you no, know, it's maybe an opportunity. I just think the last old firm game, I think we kind of blew up. And I think Bill learned from that. I think he'd brought on Sands to, to kind of take the, the 2 1 win and try and close the game out. And I think that was a big mistake. I think we had Celtic by the throat, if I'm being honest there. Um, and I, I'd always argued the point I'd phoned in before and said we'd brought on Arfield for instance we could have put Celtic to bed and, and it went for it we'd none to lose I mean we came out there with a 2-2 two, two draw and we're still stuck and after 10 points behind out of us so I think we just went for the kill there and I would hope we was going to do it in the cup final I think we just we go for it Yeah what do you think Mark these injured players is it is it a genuine case of the unknown um would you have expected Michael Beale to be a bit cagier with it or you know is, is that just his style to sort of advertise right now that, that they'll probably possibly miss the game 
Yeah, with other managers, I would expect him to be cagey. With Beal, what we've learned since he's come in, that it's just not his style and he doesn't see any harm in, in giving that sort of information out. Um, again, I think it's quite refreshing. I, I quite like it. Um, if you're asking, you ask Paul there, who would you pick out of day three? I think most Rangers fans would say Tillman. I think the way Raskin started for Rangers, he looks like he could fill that void a, a missing Lundstrom or a missing Jack. And then it's creativity going forward that Rangers really want to get a Celtic uh, wet. And if you've got Cantwell, you're really wanting Tillman. Tillman in the last month uh, uh, on top form is what you've asked for out of those three players. I mean, Gordon, people can make their own mind mm. up about who the biggest loss would be. It just feels like for in the games leading up to the Livingston game at the weekend, it feels like for about three or four weeks in a row... We were just talking about Malik Tillman afterwards It feels like the Rangers fans were talking about him It feels like Michael Beale was talking about him And the desire to keep him beyond the end of this loan spell And all that stuff So that obviously would culminate in you wanting him available for a cup final Yeah, 100% I think he was in good form He was playing with a lot of confidence Getting his goals uh, I think it's a hamstring injury, Gordon So uh, they concern me a bit uh, Mark will tell you Usually if there's a wee tweak in the hamstring It takes a little bit longer to heal than other injuries um, But I'm sure every Rangers fan will be hoping That Tillman will be able to make it at the weekend Because he is a big player for him uh, He gives him a threat, you know Aerial threat as well His timing of the runs are very good And as I said, he's playing with a lot of confidence I'm sure he doesn't want to miss this game but you just look at Raskin, I think's really settled into Rangers. I like to look at him. I think he's a, a very, very good player indeed. If you look at the middle of the part, Kamara, would you take him out and put in a Jack or a Lundstrom? I think that could be a choice. But I think that the Rangers team, if Tillman's fit, won't be hard to guess. Okay, thank you to Paul. It's 01419511025. That's Paul in the hat for the tickets to the Virgin Bet Race Day at Air Race Course, as everyone else will be if they get on the show to make a point to the guys tonight. Gary's a Celtic fan. He'll be in good company as far as he's concerned because we'll hear from him and Ange Postacoglu next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Dieller here It's 0141-951-1025 As you would expect on a week like this We're already talking about a game on Sunday And this is only Tuesday That kind of tells you the size of the fixture For many people in this part of the footballing world So give us a call Let us know what you're thinking And every caller who makes it through tonight Goes into the draw for a pair of tickets To Air Racecourse on Saturday the 11th of March Just something we were giving away this week Anyway um, and it seems to be quite popular Because lots of you were looking to get involved last night Gary is a Celtic fan Next up, Gary, what are you thinking then? There's a bit to go I don't know if you're the type that goes through a range of emotions On a week like this But how are you feeling just now? Very confident um, And I think the only thing the manager The Rangers manager's got to, to, to worry about Is uh, not the injuries It's the fact he's not going to win anything so Gary is indeed very confident I, mean, I think I know the answer to this Gary But in particular what makes you so confident? He's got no good news for his injuries Because he's got no good news period That's the end of the story You know yeah. what I mean? He's, he's an overrated manager mm. And he's, every Rangers fan I know a lot of Rangers fans Every one of them admits mm. that Postacoglu's a better manager mm. I mean I kind of meant what, what have Celtic done that makes you so confident in your, in your own team? Just, just the, the, their uh, goal scoring ability and uh, their non-stop uh, non-stop attitude 
I mean, like I said, Mark, that that is it's obvious. I mean, if it wasn't a trick question. You ask a Celtic fan, why are you confident? Uh, because we're top of the league and we're winning all the time and we're scoring lots of goals. You know, it's, it wasn't mm. a not a particularly tough question. I suppose the only obvious reply, which you'll hear loads this week, is well, we said that when the sides met, yeah, a few weeks ago, yeah, and we said that when the sides met in the semi final at Hamden. Last season Of course So that's it You can see both sides Very clearly And both understandable Yeah um, Look it is Celtic's Toughest fixtures <laughs> No There's no doubt in that You know Rangers are second In the league for a reason And, and they've went In this fantastic run Under Beal For a reason Because they've got Better players than everybody else So that elevates The, the level of competition Look Celtic Are playing some Extraordinary stuff At the minute As good as I can remember uh, And I keep saying this on here Even when I played under Brendan Rodgers We've seen some great stuff This seems to be just a totally different brand Different outcome Different attitude In games I mean I even watched it Right up to the last couple of minutes At the weekend Players are still um, You know Chasing after dead balls And winning them back And then they eventually get their, their fourth goal So it's a different mentality on the Celtic side um, And that's what obviously Beal and Rangers have to find answers. How do they stop that? How do they how do they disrupt the flow of Celtic? Incredibly difficult. I mean, even in the big Champions League nights, we saw some of the big teams being overwhelmed in the opening stages of games against Celtic side when they when they started in full flow. So it's a big ask for the Rangers side. Celtic Ange Postacoglu's team talk, probably the easiest he has to do. He doesn't have to tell them much more than he's already told them. Yeah, I can understand why every Celtic fan is full of confidence for the weekend, Gordon. But I'll get back to it's a cup final. Um, strange things happen. A decision, a bad, you know, decision from a player, a referee, VAR. We could have everything. But I totally take on board. You're looking at a team that's played 26 league games, 82 goals for, 18 against. And that's why Celtic fans are confident. They're steamrolling most teams. Um, but I think that. The Rangers fans will hear them tonight. They'll be confident as well. Um, I know everybody talks about this. Um, Michael Beale and Postacoglu, who's the best man? I, I think you've just got to settle down and, and see what team wins on the day and who goes and lifts silverware. Because I do believe Celtic's got to win the league. I think they've already got that in the bag. But I think it's important for Michael Beale this year to get some silverware as well. So that's why it's so exciting. Mm. I mean, Rangers obviously picking up a lot of points at the moment. Gary, um, I'm sure you'll point out that Celtic's performances are particularly strong. Do you not think they're, they're even slightly better placed to cause you harm than, than they were before Michael Beale came in? No. No, I don't. To be honest with you, I don't at all. No, I don't think Michael Beale's uh, anything of a manager. He's just a good talker. He talks for the fans. Kind of tough to argue with the points tally though since he came in, isn't it? Performances is fine. It, yeah, like I said, I think most people would acknowledge Celtic are doing it with a bit more swagger. But they do have the same amount of points as Celtic in that time, don't they? Yeah, but uh, that's going to change. The, the first the first loss he's going to get is on Sunday, and I'm going to be there. <laughs> Look, your question to Gary that, That's just simply not true What Gary says Of course they pose a bigger threat To Celtic mm. than before he came in At the team under Van Bronckhorst We all agreed The players were underperforming They looked like some of them didn't want to be there 
the results showed that the performance against Celtic at Celtic Park showed that it was it was teams on different ends of the scale. Then the game at Ibrox clearly brought them closer together. The points tally that was earlier in Michael so Beale's time, is, wasn't it? Do you think for one minute that Ange Postecoglou will be sitting in that dressing room saying to his players, "Ah, listen, the guy across the, road, the dressing room, he doesn't know what he's doing, and you've nothing to worry about." Of course not, because he'll know the dangers that Rangers pose, and that's that's been professional. That's how he goes about his business, and the players will be well versed. They'll be doing analysis all week how to stop Rangers' danger players. So, as confident as Celtic fans are, oh, we've got the better team, the better players. Mm. They're the better players because they did their homework on the opposition. They, and Rangers will be no different. So, Rangers are a better mm. team at the minute than. Pre-December It's still uh, Look I guess part of it Is the bravado of this week Gordon That's what makes the rivalry So unique You're allowed to be super confident mm-hmm. Of a problem with that Either side And one team may well End up being convincing victors I, I certainly won't try and, and predict it But I do From the outside Always I am fascinated By the bravado By the level of confidence Because no matter what order They're in It's still When these two meet It's still The best team in the country As things stand mm-hmm. Versus The second best team in the country You know It's almost like People would phone up if this was a if you were a Celtic fan, you would phone up and and it was a Celtic Hearts final. You'd say, yeah, I mean it could be, it could be quite tough, you know. Or if it was a Rangers Hearts final, but you won't do it if it's the if it's your rival who happens to be much closer to you than those other teams are. Yeah, Gary's already had the the, the trophy won, and I, I could I take take that on board because of the way Celtic's going about. I think that it's probably to be fair to Michael Bale I've said that next year's got to be the big year for him get the transfer window and he get January in there brought in a couple of players I think the summer he's got a big clear now and more players to come in they can be judged on that but I think he's doing a, a very very good job I think he has brought this Rangers team a lot lot closer to Celtic showed at Ibrox obviously winning games only one that they've drawn was against Celtic so as much as it I think both sets of fans Are confident with the way their, their team's playing Yes we highlight I think Celtic are playing more dynamic On the front foot a bit quicker But I keep getting back to it Cup final at Hamden Anything's going to happen Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu then And see how he's feeling early on In the week like we said He spoke today at that press conference as well He wants the players to seize their opportunity Ahead of the game this Sunday I treat every game as an opportunity. I've said that to the players a lot. I mean, age, experience, sometimes, not always, gives you wisdom. And uh, I know what it's like when you're playing career ends. And as I keep telling the players, and, and, and you know, you've seen stories of, of players even recently who really struggled at the end of their careers. You miss it all. You miss training. You miss the bad days. You miss the bad coaches. You miss, you'd have it all back. It's not that you just miss, you know, the big games or the big moments. You miss it all, and, and it's what I try and tell the players every day. You know, don't don't waste a day, don't waste a minute of your football career because one day it will be. It'll, it'll all finish, and the one thing you don't want to do is look back and think, you know what, you know, did I really appreciate what I did, and, and did I really give everything that I wanted to? So when I talk to them about trying to make every game the best game of their career, there is nothing that 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 says that that can't happen. That whether it's this Sunday or the next Sunday, that that can't be the best game. In your career to date, you know, don't just use it as a game where, oh well, let's just let's get the win and get it out of the way, um, because you could be missing an opportunity for for a little bit, of, you know, a nugget of gold that'll that will um, give you comfort in those days when it's all gone.
Uh, let's bring in Charles, who's also a Celtic fan. Same to you, Charles. It's early in the week, but w- what's the what's the feeling? What's the thought process tonight? Uh, the thought process is Celtic's going to win. Uh, that's that's just be all and end all. Um, I think um, for most Celtic fans, I think that anyway. Don't get me wrong. Some can, strange could happen. You know, there could be strange VAR decisions. Some could get pumped in anywhere. But I, one of the things I, I read today was I think the paper. I'm trying to remember the stats. I think. Celtic scored somewhat in the last nine games, 31 goals, and conceded two. Um, even with the, the supposed high-risk football, the high-risk football that Celtic are playing, with, playing it from the back, and it gets a lot of people nervous at times, and, and it gets a lot of focus if, if something goes wrong. But um, even at playing that style of football, Celtic are, are scoring three goals uh, on average a game, over three goals a game in, in, in recent weeks. And they're blowing teams away. Rangers on the day that Rangers been scraping. I know they had a good one yard week there uh, last game, but um, in general it seems to be that they're scraping by. And uh, I don't think they can live with Celtic's first team and the bench. Uh, something they can't do. Um, I think uh, Celtic says it's a straightforward one on Sunday. Um, yeah, I once again I'll take on board how confident Celtic fans are. The cup finals are a never a straight one, especially when you're playing a Rangers team who I think's improved uh, immensely under Bale. I look at their their squad now. I look at the guys that are injured. They've got good quality players. I think Charles makes a good point about Celtic squad, the bench. You know, usually he makes say three substitutions and they all come on and make an impact right away. And you know, it never weakens the team. It probably goes on and strengthens it for the last twenty five thirty minutes of the game. But I look at Rangers and I think Rangers have got a very good squad as well. Look, you're right. The stats are there the way Celtic are playing. The goals are scoring. I've said it. 26 games, 82 goals, 18 conceded in the league. Incredible. They're blowing teams away. But this, remember, is a cup final against your biggest rivals. And it's not a straightforward oh, we'll just turn up at Hamden and win the trophy. Did we learn anything from the previous meeting of the sides, Charles? Uh, I uh, I think uh, Celtic uh, learnt a wee bit from the previous meeting sides. Also, remember there was a wee bit of a bounce uh, when we, I think he was a manager by that point. Uh, There's maybe a bit of a bounce there uh, as he's come in, and uh, you know Rangers were good on the day and uh, they asked questions of Celtic. And as, I, as I've said before on the show, I'm not decrying Rangers' ability to score a goal. Um, when they're going forward, they're good at what they do, get the ball in early, etc. Um, you can do that, but. Um, I just feel they're too weak in the middle and the back. Um, it depends what kind of game uh, Goldson's going to have. Um, Mark, did you... Um, I feel like we had a bit of this conversation in the lead-up to the last one. I I like to, for us on the show, to try and stay away from the lazy stuff of, like, anything can happen and form goes out the window, but obviously there will be an element of truth to it. And I just wonder, in your own experience, you played in the fixture a lot semi-recently. Um, were there ones that you felt really confident going into that blew up in your face and vice versa of course um, I, I remember a couple of fixtures I remember going into a game at Celtic Park we had won I think eight in a row the start of season Rangers had kind of matched us but we are playing some good football took the lead and we ended up getting beat 3-1 I also remember going to Ibrox and we were depleted I was speaking about it a couple of weeks ago and most people said no chance I went there and won 2-0 so in these games the, the, the level of ability what one, what on one the pitch. Was that? What was that? Two at was Ibrox, that the one Samaras scored. Yeah. I, it, it, the level of ability on the pitch from both sides can 
can make it happen in a game Whoever's on form Whoever starts the best Whoever's confidence Doesn't take a dent In the opening period And you know what You mentioned the last game there Gordon Ibrox That that shows you that Look Celtic started incredibly well Scored through Maeda And you're thinking Oh here we go Celtic in top But they started getting mm. sloppy They didn't keep the ball Rangers get a wee bit of a foothold And they start the second half better. The game totally swings So You know As much as I hope Charles is right and Celtic are way too good You've got to be cautious Because you're coming up against good players That can punish you And you get a goal Just before half time You get a goal at a crucial time in the second half The cup final can quickly escape you Even if you have got the best squad And the best bench You just need to be careful in these games mm, Thank you Charles Charles is in the hat for those tickets to Air Race Course If you want to join him on the phone And win that hat It's 0141-951-1025 And if you call now there's a good chance we'll get you on next. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 0141-951-1025. Do you know what I've realised? Right, this shows you how big a week this is because it's all been very serious so mm. far. Have you is noticed I? that? Like when you two are here The show usually descends into chaos 45 minutes no in cares. We've not had one single minutes. Sarcastic comment from you Not one moment of nonsense It's almost mm. like you two are focused Because you also get the feeling That there's a big game coming up this week We are focused it's Like sharpened mind We're right on Well us. I tell you what I'm focused on what? This pack of celebrations Is all the <laughs> All the good ones Have been taking I did notice you and Working your way Why does everybody Take the Malteser ones They are the best I think that's well, They've left fact. all the Mars bars um, I do actually have a want slight some? I do have a slight bit of nonsense That I want to raise with you Before we get back To the serious stuff With um, me or him uh, You obviously oh. You have been very Very hard done by On my Twitter account Over the last 24 hours or so Hard now, done by, why? Yeah, I mentioned this last night But I know you don't listen Because you're ignorant And you just think the world revolves around you being on the show Yeah um, But I did I did mention this last night Now I should say the first bit of this story is not serious It is very serious Don't laugh at the first bit Right, okay Did you see well-known broadcaster Dan Walker Got hit off his bike by yeah. a car yesterday? Yeah, yeah, I did uh, that's, yeah. Not, that's not the funny bit of the story Don't laugh, Dan, if you're listening We're sorry And yeah. we hope you're okay Right, Aye. but amazing where the minds go because genuinely we're now up to about twenty different people that have sent me the picture of poor Dan Walker lying in the ambulance and said that he now looks like Gordon DL because <laughs> his face is all bashed up. <laughs> right, I'm going to show you this picture. The resemblance no, is uncanny. This is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, the bod and the and the colour in the nose looks the same, and then the size of the nose. Listen, if that, was, to, if that was Mano's that ambulance, wouldn't they right, go off see, again? See, do you need to tread carefully here, right? Because this is his hair. That know, looks like him And I, I, I would hate for anyone To turn on and think That we're laughing At this poor man's misfortune We're not we're, It's it's the <laughs> resemblance do, do, do these people on Twitter Think I look like Dan Walker Like that I'm talking about 20 <laughs> separate people Have taken time out Their day To send me that picture <laughs> I think Dale you know, Dale you Handley something, something the, your face. Dale was the first one and then like Scott replied I knew it looked like someone People were sending oh, me Private messages All sorts All night That looks nothing like You me. know what that's, that's good Because I've took some Stick I've used to For lookalikes in the past But Hold on I've never been compared To a guy whose face Is bashed up <laughs> <laughs> And clearly <laughs> Lying in the back of <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold on. By the way, wait, even the chin area looks mm-hmm. the same. That is nothing like me. It's I'm the same a shape. handsome boy. There's oh. no chance. I'm not, t- I'm not taking that. I'm Remarkable. not taking that. Well, that's that's the public for you. I'll tell that's you what, what they think of you. That's why I'm not on that Twitter. I wouldn't associate myself with these people. <laughs> You'd <laughs> you know? be sacked if you were on that Twitter. Anyway. Imagine Saturday night. Oh. Back to the very serious stuff. Let's bring in George, who's a Rangers fan. Sorry about that, George. I just felt we had to lighten the mood. It was all getting very intense. Um, what are you thinking? Then you've heard from Michael Beale today. Not great news on the injury front. We don't need to turn up on Sunday. The way they're going on about it, we do, there's only one team needs to turn up. Yeah, yeah, there's been there's been a bit of confidence from the other side on the phone so far. I guess how confident are you? They're not they're overconfident, and that's a good thing for Rangers. What's your confidence level of fans will really have an impact at the weekend, though, will it? Well, what the way they're talking is obviously the 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 Rangers don't need to turn up. No, I get that, but Charles and Greenock's feelings on the game will not really. You know, if Callum McGregor phoned in and said we'll take Celtic lightly, then it, uh, we'll take Rangers lightly, it might have more of a a bearing. But fa- fans can say what they like, can they not? Yeah, um, in terms of a, an impact on the match, it's all about confidence. Yeah, they can go along there full of confidence, um, and when they take their seat and the game kicks off, it's up to the players that they support to go out and back that up, back that confidence up. And I think that, as I said earlier, I look at. The two teams uh, Yes Would Celtic And slight favourites Yes they probably will But Rangers are well capable Of mm. winning this cup final No doubt in my mind about that How confident are you George then From a Rangers perspective In many finals over the years I'm in the ages With Mr Havens And I've seen many finals for, And uh, There's no favourites In this game No favourites yeah, I mean, Mark, there always would be, technically, to, to split hairs, there, there would be a favourite, for sure. But I think, like we mentioned, and you don't want to keep banging on about it, because it's not it's not hugely relevant in terms of an, having an impact on the game, but maybe just a reminder. It was only a couple of weeks ago where we thought, I think most people thought Celtic would, would win quite yeah. comfortably at Ibrox, and it didn't happen in last, uh, in last season's Cup. Like I say, that, that doesn't actually impact this week. So it's, it's irrelevant in that regard, but mm-hmm. it, it just serves as a reminder that it doesn't it doesn't take much for a match between the best team in the country and the second best team in the country to get close. It just doesn't take much for that uh, to happen. Uh, of course, the Celtic fans will think that they've got by far the best squad and the best individuals. Um, the face, yeah, I, I would agree with that, but you cannot take away the fact of who you're coming up against. You know, if Alistair Johnson's coming again up against Ryan Kent. Then Ryan Kent is by far the best winger out uh, out with, you know, you could argue Jota or whoever else. So that's his toughest test, no doubt about it. Morelos or Cholak in terms of goal scorers, two centre-halves, he's probably the pick of the bunch at uh, the rest in the league. So that's the competition. Midfield area is the same and at the back is the same that, that Kyogo or Maeda will be up against. So that's a level of competition. When you come up against that, anything can happen. Like I say, moments change games have... If a team, which they often do, find themselves under a period of pressure like Celtic might against Rangers and Rangers nick a goal, then that, that can alter the game drastically. So, for me, Celtic are favourites going into it, but the dangers that Rangers possess will be well known to Ange Postecoglou. Even, even within the game, Gordon, the last one was quite interesting because mm. if people thought Celtic were favourites 
to start with And they probably did Well they certainly thought Celtic were going to run away with it After how, how many minutes was it? I can't remember Five was it? Five minutes yeah, 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 yeah. They were dominant um, but It's quite interesting how that those, these matches Can sort of swing within the, the 90 minutes And who knows There might even be late drama You two might be late getting yeah, uh, home getting from home. Hamden on Sunday night And that's why I say That this is a different uh, game Altogether, Gordon, because you look at that game going back to um, Beale. I think he was in the job about three or four games, and every Celtic fan come on here, come on with the same story. It's a case of us turning up, wiping the floor, and early doors. You thought, yeah, this is going to happen. All credit to Rangers, second half, they were excellent. And at the end, I thought Celtic were quite happy to go away with a point uh, because it never, um, never affected the league table. So Celtic away from home. Uh, 2-2 against Rangers yeah, well, we'll take that and away you go and it's the same it's going mm. to be in Sunday I do agree with Mark I think Celtic because of the form of the way they're playing are slight favourites but this cup final could go anyway for me uh, Any concerns about the injuries George or is this squad in a better place now than it was? It's a bit of a mind play well, You think so? You think they'll be fit? Uh, well, I don't say they'll all be fit mm. but I think there'll be one or two surprises it's, a, it's an absolute possibility Mark I think you uh, have to Acknowledge that Yeah well I said on Saturday I thought all three of them Would be fit I'm less confident of that um, At the minute Beal did say He would give them Every chance didn't he mm. Up until Friday Which is probably the norm You know Such huge players Are never going to Lose much physical fitness Missing a week's training yep. And they could go into the game um, But I agree with Daz With Tillman Right If it's a hamstring that's yeah. difficult to get back I mean, from. These conversations always make me a, a touch nervous because we're clearly not physios and we don't even know the nature mm. of, of the injury. But we'll, we'll dip our toe for for a brief second. If there is any sort of hamstring issue, Mark, it is a weak ambitious under any circumstances? You know, if it's yeah. any sort of tweak, is that the way yeah. you would tend to look at it from your experience? Uh, yeah, I think a grade one, uh, which is your your easiest one to get back to. I think you're, you're still pushing ten. Days to two weeks Of course it could just be A so, bit of tightness I guess we, Like I say We don't know the specific We don't know nature. But the hamstring one Is the one you'd be careful with So I think one Of them at least Will be back But is that one enough To push into the team I think Tillman Might be the only one That has a chance Of going straight in the team Could she Really Lundstrom Lundstrom Jack. and Raskin as a, as a midfield two Oh, well, I looked at Raskin And Kamara um, I would, I, I, and, and Cantwell in front I'm going I th- thought it was a good look to that I'm going to throw something out here If if I had the choice We're asking in there Rather than Kamara I would go Ryan Jack All day long Instead of Lindstrom All day for me I just think that Lindstrom this season Hasn't been up to the The, the standards of last year uh, I think Ryan Jack's a big game player um, I just I like Ryan Jack I think he, he brings a lot to the table So if it was me And you had to Substitute Kamara For Jack or Lundstrom I would certainly mm, be going Ryan Jack Alright George Thank you That was George Knightswood He's in the hat For the tickets to air races as well It's time for this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Come on then, it's beat the pundit time Andy Halliday dishing out a 5-0 victory for the pundits last night There is no chance of that happening tonight Don't you worry 0141-951-1025 Call before 7 And it could be you who takes on one of these two in Beat the Pundit next Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard 
Gordon Diel is here Mark Wilson is alongside him They're both waiting for you to get in touch though So let's hear it 01419511025 First hour of the show Very much revolving around a, a certain cup final That happens to be taking place on Sunday In case you hadn't heard But if you've got something else for us That would be absolutely smashing Maybe you Motherwell fans are wondering What's happening Is it a bit quiet Are you expecting Stuart Kettlewell uh, Tomorrow I know it's been a time of managerial change At Aberdeen and Partick Thistle as well If there's anything else Anything lingering from the weekend Anything else at all out there That you want to get off your chest Why not give us a call 01419511025 And like we did last night We'll do it all week Every caller who makes it on air tonight Just to make a simple point to the guys You go into the hat For a pair of tickets To the Virgin Bet Race Day At Air Racecourse Saturday 11th of March um, Following various incidents During his time As Air United manager Gordon's actually Currently banned From The greater Air area uh, So he can't go But you could If you just get in touch and, and give us your thoughts Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Come on then It is beat the pundit time Let's see what we've got tonight Oh, what's happened oh, A bit of tension in the studio Because yeah. producer Chris Sneaked in didn't he Took the league table S- Off the wall Dan that wee guy Does that suggest to you There's a league table Related <laughs> question Oh here? there's There must be Oh there's definitely Something mm. in there Who's conceded the most uh, Goals this season uh, and um, a, and Yeah a, So call or whoever it is They'll Aye. need all the help They can get Because they're hopeless Get a league table out. Well listen to this man here When was the last time they won do you know to what, to looking, be fair, we're 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 scalping. I'm looking at these questions, and I've got no idea why he's taking the league table off the wall. <laughs> to be quite honest, how do you spell Celtic? <laughs> Not a clue. He just likes to he likes to feel important. I think it? I think he was just trying to stamp his authority. Uh-huh. He knows that producer Callum's left. He's thrown his weight around in here, trying to put you two off. Oh, oh. Callum used to stand in here though, do by you your shoulder. Yeah. Why? Why is he mm. not standing here? Don't know. Different I keep tactics. Him out there, out the road. Different tactics. I thought the questions were really tough last night. And then Andy um, Halliday ended Halliday. up winning 5 0. He's good, um, Halliday. Aye, I know his stuff. He's um, good. Did they limp out the studio later on? Not because he got, a victory. A, he got a big rest on Sunday, didn't he? He, he had the, same, the, stand, view, he had the same view as me. No, he was in the dugout, but just. Um, oh, right, okay. Just a spectator. What was he saying about that? That oh, was a comfortable win for the steelmen, wasn't it? No, Good one to miss. Good one to miss. Have your it's not my fault. The is it? That's the thing. He could come in here with his conscience clear yesterday. Pick me, Robbie. Exactly. Interestingly enough, I. Rear Sunday off I was looking forward to it all week Went to Fur Park Watched the game Sat in the main stand Didn't see you anywhere I was across the other stand no, David Cooper I've got spies Where you? David Cooper's stand I always I go there I like, to see, the, I like to see the game From behind the goals I like to see how the back four work With the midfield And, and stuff like that I like You can't s- see that from no, The main no, stand no, The no, best view in the house No because you're looking Right side <laughs> on That's why he't not managing anywhere Can he assess well, the game For the he, side Here's a question to any to, Here's <laughs> a question to any analyst Of any football team Do you think anyone ever Sits behind the goal For a view of the match <laughs> Yes No they don't yeah, Yes they do and when you're coaching and you're working on your back four in your midfield, Aye. you go. But it's like even when they're up the other end, do you, do, you, do you change yeah. sides at half time? Yeah, yeah. I run round right. the Hearts fat. Oh, they were mobbed the Hearts fat. I could hardly get a seat in the Hearts well, Anyway, right. Uh, maybe you want to share your thoughts on that match or anything else from the weekend. Please do. But it's that time already. Let's bring in tonight's contestant, who's Billy from Newcastle. How's it going, Billy? Going pretty good, yeah. Yeah, good, Billy. You're a Celtic fan down there in Newcastle. Am I right in saying that? You looking forward to the weekend? I'm a bit nervous for it, but hopefully come out winners. Did you ever um, 
frequent Newcastle as a night out as a Celtic, oh, as a Celtic yes. player. It just feels like yes. that's a, that must be a common. Oh, yeah. had a good night uh, after Shearer's testimonial. Is that a Christmas? That was a good night. Oh, it was a testimonial. So it was. Uh, like, it was uh, talking uh, mid-season or what? No, it was end of season. She right, testimonial okay. gave us a telly. Remember, so oh, that's right. So cutting about Newcastle with a telly under <laughs> a, a portable. <laughs> what a night! Uh, a telly each. A telly each. A big one or a wee one? A big one. Is if Alan Shearer's going to dish out small TVs? What? A fifteen-shot. Mm, no, How did they get them on the bus on the way home? They got, they got delivered. We didn't walk at St James's Park with him. <laughs> By the way, boys, lift your tail in the Can way. Can I be out. honest? I'm ashamed to admit this. I'm kind of with him. I oh, just I, I thought you all had to pack them on the bus. Uh, flat screens. Because no. you know what you footballers are like. You travel lightly. You'll have the Louis Vuitton wash bag under one uh, arm and a 50-inch Toshiba under the other. I feel like it's perfectly possible. No, no, they were all delivered. Do you still have that TV? Uh, I think so. Do you? Really? Many years ago was that? Tell you what, I don't have though the uh, watch I got on the same yeah, trip, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at least I've got one in. Ah, good. Anyway, sorry, Billy, we digress. Uh, heads, it will be Mark Wilson you take on. Tails, it will be Gordon DL. Let's see how we go, and it is Tails Gordon up against Billy in Newcastle. So what we'll do is give you some clay to Gordon, so that Billy uh, is alone. It's thirty seconds, Billy. Answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know. It's that simple, okay? Yep. Good man, your time starts now. Which other Scottish team did Chris Commons join on loan from Celtic? Hibs. Name any outfield Rangers player who's previously won the Scottish League Cup. Um, Stephen Davis. Who was the only player to score two Scottish Premiership hat tricks last season? Uh, Georgia Sakamakis. Name the last side promoted to the Scottish Premiership via the playoffs. Oh, uh, pass. Before Craig Gordon, who was the last person to start in goal for Scotland men's team? Um, David Marshall You're Hamilton playing tonight Pass Okay You ready? Yeah Billy good? Mm-hmm Okay That's all Okay, happy? Yeah, yeah, I'm always happy Which other Scottish side did Chris Commons join on loan from Celtic? Hibs Name any outfield Rangers player who's previously won the Scottish League Cup Tavernier Who was the only player to score two Scottish Premiership hat-tricks last season? Uh. Roof. Name the last side promoted to the Scottish Premiership via the playoffs. Oh, Hamill. Before Craig Gordon, who was the last person to start in goal for Scotland men's team? Uh, McGregor. Who are Hamilton playing tonight? Inverness. Oh, that was a bad one for me. <laughs> Billy, surely you're feeling confident after hearing him. He was all over the place. Got a bit of confidence. Um, I like that I like that uh, You both knew that Chris Commons went to Hibs mm. Just five appearances So you, had, you have to be pretty sharp To remember a, that But you both got must have scored the hat right? uh, The only Rangers outfield players Who've previously won The Scottish League Cup was Davis and McGregor Davis Stephen Davis And Ryan Jack As well Aberdeen So no, don't, don't Not look. James Tavernier Yeah don't ultimately. look at me that way No, no that disgust That you're going to Yeah Billy did You're 2-1 down Oh Billy The only player hero. to score a Scot- Two Scottish Premiership Hat-tricks last season Abada. Was Giacomacchus And Billy got it It was at that <laughs> no point I knew way. you were Bang in trouble Because Billy had All three right And you were Scrambling around For one uh, The last side promoted To the Premiership Via the playoffs Was Dundee they beat Kilmarnock mm. in May yeah, 2021 See Billy gets that I'll take the ball he down to Newcastle he myself He didn't get it 3-1 it remains However He did get that David Marshall Was the last person to start oh, the goal no. <laughs> <laughs> What did I say? 
Uh, Alan McGregor. Ah, oh, that is ridiculous. Well done, Billy. Absolutely battered. You did get Hamilton with uh, Inverness against Hamilton did tonight. Billy get that? Billy didn't, but still a four-two victory for Billy in Newcastle. Well done, Billy. Thank you. Good man. That's my first defeat in a long time. Well done, Billy. Oh, I've done them when I've been sitting by myself, like listening to it at work, and done well, but. Aye, okay, Billy. Don't yeah. rub it in, eh? Billy, I like this idea because is it, uh, I don't suppose anyone in Newcastle will really know what you're talking about. You're no. going to have to try and tell everybody how big a deal this is. Oh, well, don't worry. Good, good man. Uh, one swallow doesn't want. make a summer, Billy. Phone back in. Battered you there. I would, I, I would two. sort of tone it down a bit if I was you. But, uh, just, I wasn't in the mood today. I've got to be in the mood. It's like you know what I mean. You've got to be in the mood. You uh-huh. feel the love for it. I didn't feel that tonight. <laughs> Still talking about beat the pundit here. <laughs> I can't believe it though. To be fair, um, well, here, two things here. I feel like Dan Walker. Someone's someone's tweeted in to say I uh, have to agree with the dazzler. Sitting behind the goals to watch shape is far superior. There you go. However, this Dead person, Guardiola. Uh, no, it's it's from a Twitter account called Papatch's Middle Parting. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, there we are. Um, Perfect. Poor performance there yeah, It was yeah. a poor I, I, Listen that Matt was good. I, You didn't You were struggling I can't I, I just, There was a couple of silly ones in there For instance Davis I could have got The hat trick I would never I would never got that mm. Did you get that? Yes Did you? Can I just I need to clear something up This is a bit of a private conversation With a tweet A tweeter Called RW But I'll just air it RW has sent me a message to say That's the second crash of the day uh, Second car crash of the day For DL uh, on Beat the Pundit, Gordon Because RW Again, we can't laugh about this Because there's obviously a serious element mm-hmm. But RW messaged me earlier to say That he had just witnessed a car crash And that you were in it And that you were standing <laughs> At the side of the motorway do you know But what, that's not the case, is it? Do you know what concerns so now, me about that? So now I, RW's convinced that it was you And he's still sticking with yeah. it Even though I told him it wasn't you And RW didn't even have the decency To stop, stop and no. ask if I was okay How do you know if it wasn't you? Because it stop. wasn't me No it wasn't Because he's, 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 he's right, okay. stopped. So you didn't You didn't crash your car today? No Just No I didn't care, no. I was worried about you when he, when he sent me that message mm. I must admit I was Nissan still in one piece That's still going I was a yeah. bit concerned I'm still Anyway uh, That was grim from you On Beat the Pundit Yeah yeah okay Gordon We'll go through bad times You uh, know what I mean We don't need <laughs> What about last know? week When I won last week In Callum As a parting gift I heard about this Did you see that? He tweeted that you fuming. lost But you actually Aye Put yeah. five past Mark Wilson It was the other way around mm, So Chris yeah. You've not got much to live up to I mean that's quite a mistake to make isn't it? I, by the way his head wasn't on it, it was last gone. week It was you know the last week of school When they talked about Callum oh, Players I, sign I, a pre-contract I, I had a schoolboy error I phoned him about four times today And then I realised he doesn't, doesn't work, work here, here when he answered the phone Listen, I said that's going to happen Six months down the line uh, You'll still be phoning <laughs> I, <laughs> I, was in I, was, I was giving my mouth through right And he's just sitting there And he's silent And he went I don't work there anymore <laughs> uh, right, Let's hear a bit more from Michael Beale Both managers spoke today of course And remember Everyone who gets on the show To make a point to the panel tonight In the hat for a pair of tickets To the Virgin Bet Race Day at Air Racecourse Just an extra incentive um, For you this week um, Michael Beale <laughs> says That no matter the result On Sunday Rangers still have Plenty of improving To do He thinks they can Raise their level uh, By at least another 20% uh, I think consistency I think the club Had a big issue With consistency Earlier in the season And I've had it For periods of the time Since I've come back We've had a lot of injuries This year It's been something that 
It's not an excuse. I think it's just a fact. I think if you look at the Rangers squad, it's got stronger as as my time's come on because people have returned from injury. We still have a list as long as we have fit. You start getting a little bit of an idea of how many excellent players have not been available to us. But certainly the back four and Allen have had some consistency now. Uh, Glenn Kamara's finding his feet again. Ryan Kent's been strong. Morelos Sakala been strong in their performances of late. Malik Tillman. So it's just that, that consistency and relationship on the pitch. I think the same players playing together with real clarity allows them to go and perform. And we've not had everything our own way. The results have gone well, but this team's still got another big step to make after this game. So whether we're really happy on Sunday night or we're lower than a snake's belly, come Monday morning, we, everybody has to know that Rangers have to improve. We have to jump again another 20%. I like that I mean it won't happen But I, I quite like that Because from someone Who's relatively Outside of the The emotion Of the rivalry I just It's great fun mm. for me I just get to watch it You know Go back and forward And I've always felt And I can say this now Because I'm not talking about Just, just one One team or one example I've, I've often felt that Whatever the outcome The The performance Or the The stature The status of the winning team Gets Exaggerated sometimes Now there are loads of examples That that isn't the case I know Celtic in particular Have had some really convincing um, Performances against Rangers over the last few years But but there is a temptation For everyone To get carried away Isn't there Because it's such a big fixture So we're talking Like it's Tuesday night we're Talking about it already mm. Everyone Builds up and builds up And builds up And there's a temptation to Over exaggerate About the outcome Whereas Michael Beals remind That last line there whether we win it or not, whether we're happy or whether we're sad, he still ne- he still feels that he wants people to remember that he needs this Rangers team to improve generally. It's not like winning yeah. Sunday and that's it. We've shown we've got Celtic's number and it's a matter of time. It's a long-term plan. That's what he's been brought to the club for. Now, he will have a long-term plan. It's not a quick fix. He knew that when he comes in. But what I would say on the other hand is he does need to win silverware along the line somewhere. This is his first and you know best opportunity to date. So, you know, uh, he's pretty realistic where the Rangers team sit. He understands that the players returning will make the squad better. Um, again, it's it's pretty honest and up, up front. But the fans, you're right, Gordon. The fans will the Rangers win and they're on the back foot for ninety minutes and score a ninety first minute winner. Then the fans will build them up that they've got Celtic's number. Um, but Bill, I'm sure will with that the sound of that will be quite happy to just temper expectations to say, well, look, we're, we're still a wee bit away from catching this Celtic side in terms of consistency mm. uh, of quality in the pitch. What do you think about that, Stephen in East Kilbride? Michael Bill sort of reminding people of a, of a bigger picture. Is that something you agree with? How do you feel Rangers are going into this weekend? Well, I mean. Um... Rangers' performance since Michael Beale has come in uh, has not been bettered by any other club in Scotland. Um, you know, so there's there's not anything massive to be feared. You know, we, as far as I'm concerned, we go into the the cup final as as, as equals. Um, and you know, the, my my original point was, you know, I mean, you know, will Ange Postecoglou look to change things given how Formidable Rangers have been since Michael Beale came in to, to Ivor's hot seat. Um, because initially callers earlier on were saying that um, <clears throat> callers earlier on were saying that 
Rangers should change things for Celtic or should Celtic change things for Rangers I mean rightly or wrongly I'm not, I'm not saying he was right to do this but if he, if he kept it the same against Real Madrid is it, he'd probably do it against Rangers wouldn't he? Of course absolutely but it's just the, the, there's, there's like another caller earlier on said you know that, that Rangers are there's no point Rangers turn up because Celtic fans are so confident mm. um, you know that Celtic are, are, are destroying teams so <laughs> you know if you look at the last four games between the two clubs one team's won one each and there's been two draws mm-hmm. you know, there's not a huge difference between them so I, I can understand I mean Rangers fans can go into this massively confident as well because we're unbeaten in was it 12 or 13 games something like that yeah no listen I get that that's fair it was just that was a in terms of that direct question about whether Ange Postacoglu will change anything I think that's no. an obvious no um, but you, Stephen puts a, a fair case forward for his level of confidence Gordon I, yeah, I said it earlier in the show. I, I think both sets of fans are really confident. Um, they've both got good arguments. Um, I don't think Ange Postecoglou will change anything at all um, with the fact it's cup finals against Rangers. He believes in his players. They play very well. They play some terrific football. They score goals. They're, they're very hard to score against. So you ain't going to change that. Um, I just think that the two teams are closer now than they've been for a long time. I think when you look at Rangers' squad, and if they can get people fit, you look at their bench as well, and it gives it gives Michael Beale options, better options than he's had before. I've always said, Gordon, that Michael Beale coming into the Rangers Football Club just now, I think the supporters are happy with what they're seeing. I think they're happy with the way he's going about his business, telling the fans exactly everything very open. But I keep going back to I think it's going to be next year. Can they get a bit of silverware this year? Yes, they could because they've got a great opportunity starting Sunday and they're still obviously the Scottish Cup a home tie against Wraith Rovers. Um, but I think he needs transfer windows. And I think that that'll happen. He's brought two players in. Everybody was talking about goalkeeper. He's not rushed it. He's taking his time. Mark's right there. He's got a long-term plan. It'll be the same in uh, be the same in the summer. Sorry, when the transfer window opens again, he'll get rid of a lot of players and he'll bring in his own players and then he'll bop and running and it'll be his style mm. of football. But I just think that both sets of fans are quite right to be confident for a game at the weekend because I think they've got both teams have got match winners. Yeah, I don't know if it's Stephen. Maybe some of the because Celtic are the one that have had the couple of convincing wins. Maybe in the in the last few head to head, I don't know if that's what's um, playing in some people's mind. Are you are you much more confident that with Michael Beale at the helm, that becomes? I'm not going to say impossible because clearly nothing's impossible. But but that 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 type of defeat would be much less likely. Is that the way you feel about it? Uh, given the fact that we've got a settled back four, um, yeah, I, I think it's highly unlikely that there'll be a a hammering on the cards. Um, you know, I think Celtic should be more concerned about you know Rangers front players and you know if Fashion Sakala plays, how will you know whoever plays at left back cope with that? I mean, you know, th- this is a game where you know you could find that there's there's two very offensive-minded teams. Um, and that a lot of the game is is played in the middle of the park, um, and that there's not a lot of clear cut chances. Yeah, Mark. What's interesting about this, like some often they are they are frantic. And again, if we go back to the most recent one, it, it doesn't feel like there was much identity to the game. Celtic sort of started in their typical fashion. Um, maybe Rangers. I don't know. Maybe they were still sort of finding 
their feet in terms of a style under Michael Beale anyway but it felt like after that it just kind of both sides were I thought nervy on the day yeah. and I was surprised with Celtic how they played how how they were careless in possession and that's never like Postacoglu's side especially with the players in that midfield area it's a funny thing to mention but when Greg Taylor went off I thought that's when the game started oh, to yeah. change yeah, a wee fair, bit yeah. and you know Stephen's there saying about Sakala um, Sakala was nowhere to be seen in the opening stages of that game Taylor went off Juranovic came on all of a sudden Sakala had a run at him right away and then that was his best period of the game from there to, to the closing stages where Sakala was moved into the centre park which we all agreed was I, I don't know what was going on there um, so Taylor's back fit now um, best left back in Scotland for for me so that will be an interesting contest but in terms of possession on the day I think both managers would have been disappointed with how their teams approached that I think we'll see a different game at Hamden I think we'll see much more quality and possession of the ball from both teams mm, Thank you Stephen 01419511025 Great time to call You could be up next Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel is here Mark Wilson alongside him So why not get in touch On the usual number Which is 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Please do get in touch If you can Still plenty of mileage left uh, In tonight Got a good full time teaser for you um, Derek has sent it in King Soros And that's a bit similar to last night But certainly different enough <laughs> Um, and I'm going to chop this one right down for you Because we're going way back on some of them And I don't think you two have got it in your locker Quite frankly mm-hmm. To give me this full list of answers So thanks to Derek for his lengthy research I'll give you an easier version Can you name The last Four players That's all you're looking oh, yeah. for Four players Who've won the Scottish League Cup With two different clubs This century um, And they've played in both finals so we're looking for four players who've won the Scottish League Cup with two clubs this century and they've played in both finals. Ryan Christie won? No. Johnny Hayes. Brilliant. Well done. I set you up, didn't I? Well done. Um, because, for instance, and I've stolen Derek's moment of glory, he wanted the last eight and you would have been one of the answers. <laughs> but just nobody needs that. Well, nobody needs that at all. Do you want, oh, do you want it with Rangers? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. What year was that? Oh. 82. 82. 82. <laughs> two no. years before I was born. What age were you? Uh, minus two. Minus oh, two. Was it that? Uh, <coughs> oh, that was. Yeah. Oh, feather cut. So you would have been one of them. And David Neri would have been one as well. And Ian oh, Redford as well. So we're, we're not going back that far. Uh, so we'll just leave it there for now. Thank you to Derek for sending that in full time at Clyde1.com. Only looking for four answers tonight. No excuses. Can you name me four players who've won the Scottish League Cup with two clubs? They must have played in both finals. Uh, and it's this century. All right. Let's see what you've got for us. Leave it there, though. You've got Johnny Hayes, which is a good first answer. Aberdeen in the 13 14 season. What was significant about that final? Celtic Park ah, Yeah I see. Uh, I'm on it with Celtic And the game in was 1920 Horrendous That's what was significant Remember oh, the final that? It went to penalties didn't it How did that? I play in it When did I play for Inverness or Aberdeen The final was between Aberdeen and Inverness Oh so was This guy is practically the, One of the closest people to you On this earth And you mm. know nothing about his it, career He knows nothing I don't know anything. nothing about him I don't even know Doesn't where that guy lives Doesn't he ask anything 
I'm not really interested, am I? I only, see, I only see him at Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday. Anyway, right, 01419514 in the morning. <laughs> More <than> my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Takes them four in the morning. 1025, if you want to get in touch, you can tweet as well at Clyde SSB. Um, why not get in touch? Let us know what's on your mind tonight. It doesn't have to be this way this week, by the way. I know, I know the way you feel, uh, fans of other clubs. You think it's all going to be about Rangers v Celtic in the League Cup final on Sunday. And look, it's Glasgow in the West. A lot of it will be. But if you want to seize your moment, rock the boat, phone in, talk about something else, you are absolutely welcome to. Do not mind that at all. Um, you expecting a. a Speaking of which, expecting a Motherwell managerial announcement imminently or yeah, what's thought, happening there? I thought it would have been sealed by now. Um, I'm a bit surprised, obviously. I think most of the Motherwell fans, after the two displays with the interim manager, Kettlewell, that he would be put in place. To be honest with you, Gordon, I'll, I'll look at the the managers that, that the, the, um, you know, it was put down for the job. So... I look at two English managers, I'm delighted if Kelwood does because I just think that Scottish coaches, especially younger guys, are sometimes overlooked. I think they need an opportunity, they do their badges like everybody. I mean, Grant McCann's from Belfast, but well, I know what you mean, worked in English football. Yeah. Right, okay. yeah. just to dig out that hole. Okay, um, but I do. I do believe that uh, I'd be happy with Kettlewell getting a, an opportunity, but I thought it'd have been done by now, just to settle everything down. Didn't you say he wouldn't get it, or... That wasn't the right move last week. I don't like interim managers going in and getting two results and one result and then getting a job. But when I look at the, the short list, if I was picking, I like to see a young Scottish manager. And then it does feel like, rightly or wrongly, it does feel like things changed a bit because of the, the win at the weekend, doesn't it? Yeah, and plus the fact they won against St Mirren as well. Six points out of six. Um, like I, know, I know it's a flimsy way to go about it for some people, but to flip that on its head, if... Motherwell had lost 5-0 on Sunday You probably couldn't Then A point short Kettlewell Is that just Is that wrong That mindset No I don't think he would have got the job um, When you're in the hot seat The one thing you've got to do Is take advantage of it Put, put a bit of pressure on the board Put, put a bit of pressure Because the Motherwell supporters And we've had them phoning this show Certainly believe that That's the way forward And I always get, and What my point is I would like out of the shortlist mm-hmm. yeah, For yeah. him to take it oh, See when you mentioned shortlist It was a very shortlist When you think it As soon as Jack <laughs> Indeed well, The, the soon clue as, is in the title As soon as Jack Ross pulled it Then you're thinking Shortest of lists uh, It's the shortest of, now, As Motherwell fans And I don't know what the Motherwell fans out there think I would have thought There would have been more Interested parties And, and other managers That would have been Interviewed and considered uh, yeah, I'm sure there were enough interested parties, but you're right in terms of what then makes I, I, it to the I, next I, stage. Well, I mean, there's a lot of good coaches out there. Now, I'm not saying that Stuart Keltwell shouldn't get the job because I liked the way he came out and spoke last week um, about the players either coming with him or or there's the door. Um, you know, it takes a lot for an interim manager to stand up in his first game and come out to the media saying it's okay saying it to the players behind closed doors, but he's put himself up there. He's he's backed himself, and he's. He's got two results to back that up. So my only surprise is that he's still to make his mind up. What is he? What is he waiting for? So what's your well speculation? <coughs> it is a stumbling block for anyone mm. right now. The notion of whether it's to the end of the season or whether it's yeah. a, a longer term gig. I, I would. I would probably guess. Now he's been in management before, so he knows how this game works. I would probably guess he's holding out for 
the longer term contract rather than just the short fix. Because mm. um, <clears throat> I think it'd be very easy for Motherwell just to tie herself into the end of the season, see how it goes, hopefully escape relegation, and then they can sit down round the table and discuss a further contract. But I think uh, Sure Kettle will know the game, he's in the hot seat, he's put himself in a good frame. Then I think he's looking for the longer term. Will he be the Motherwell manager by the time we reconvene on Thursday night? For me, yes, it will be. Uh, I'll go no. Okay, but uh, because he because he said yes, no, be I, a delay or it'll be someone else or what? No, I think I think I think that it would have been all done by now if it was just plain and simple. I think there's hmm, a bit of talking to do, and plus, so where I, did it turn then? <coughs> to no, McCann or I think, or he, I think no, he just wants to argue with you. I, quite I, I think I think what he'll do is he'll he'll try and force the board in to give him the what one uh, the twelve yeah, months. They play on contract. Saturday though, don't they? So yeah, but if he wins that, he's certainly in a strong, strong position. Surely, mm. uh, I get your point. Surely he cannot go into Saturday's game still on pondering on an interim yeah. basis when he's been offered the job. Well, we will find out. Let's hear a bit more from Ange Postecoglou. We on the outside because we are allowed to we always load the League Cup with the extra incentive that it can be part one of a treble don't we and it's worked out in the past um, clearly those things are hard to get over the line it might not surprise you to hear that Ange Postacoglu isn't thinking of it in that way you've got to win one before you even think about winning two or even think about winning three so you know to me that's to start, you know, talking about stuff that is totally out of our control right now. All, all we can do is, is, like I said, prepare well and be ready for for a big game on Sunday and try and win a trophy. Beyond that, uh, come Monday, whatever happens, uh, we'll have preparation for another game, and um, that's that's going to be our focus. On the inside, I don't know if you pay much attention to what the outside saying anyway, Mark. But it is interesting if if that if. If that's managerial speaker, if Ange Postacoglu genuinely doesn't ever think about you know the notion of it being step one of a treble, because you can bet that most fans and people on the outside do kind of see it that way, because we know that the chances of the trophies being won by Celtic and, and Rangers is is pretty high. Yeah, obviously getting them uh, of all. Of course, is tough. look yeah, realistically, he'll know that he's got ninety minutes to tick off the first trophy. He knows where he's sitting in the league And realistically it's going to be difficult for Rangers to catch him Which only leaves the Scottish Cup But again it's the old one game at a time And Postecoglou is very good at Keeping a lid on things You know Not getting overexcited when things is going his way And not getting down When results go against him Or he's, he's A question he doesn't like is, is put to him So he's trying to keep a lid on things at Celtic It's the right way of going about it as a manager You don't want your players mm. Getting thoughts above their station before a crucial ninety minutes. So I get what he's saying. I mean, I think he was asked today if he finds it hard to stay calm in in big games against Rangers, and he says he doesn't because it's his job. You know, when a pilot lands a plane, he knows what he's doing. That sounds like the type of line that you maybe yeah, gave like him that. back in your South Melbourne days. I, li- I like that one. No, I didn't. I didn't pass that one no, on, but I like it. And I'll be I'll be using it in the future. But he's right. You've got to stay calm. You've got to be in the game. You've got to. There could be decisions to be made, whether it be tactical substitutions. You know, switching one or two things about. So you've got to be in the. And the moment you have got to be calm, that's where I really come out. When I was a manager I was very calm on the touchline mm. Okay uh, John is a Celtic fan on the line What's your point tonight John? My point on the line is Pilots know what they're doing Pilots can crash planes in all Gordon oh. And this, this <laughs> Oh you started it No this, I know I just, Yeah, you're, uh, yeah I was asking for that Right okay 
Right. I mean, it was Ange Postecoglou that said it, not me, John. <laughs> well, he did, but you were backing him up. Anyway, this game on Sunday, right? Um, we see with the amount of quality players on both sides, this is going to making a one fantastic match. Now, the two guys that are sitting beside you have probably been in teams, have, been, have had fantastic players, and it's fell its backside. We just don't want this game to fall on its backside. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice, Mark, if it was that proper, you know, proper spectacle. Um, it feels like they're either very frantic or one-sided recently. That kind of, you know, like I said, you've got those couple of standout, the standout easy wins. You call them that. Well, you know, you know, I mean, big margins have gone to Celtic recently, um, and then the others have been close and a bit. A bit mad and a bit fraught So it'll be interesting to see which uh, Which I th- category this one gets I, put into I think it will be a, a close uh, A close encounter You know I'll say it again Celtic are favourites For the way that they're winning games I get Rangers are winning um, Their games as well And tick them all off But the way Celtic are winning games Puts them favourites for me But it's still going to be close The level of competition Again I'll go back to it That each player's coming up against Is greater than what they Experience on a weekly basis Out with each other So of course That makes for a close affair I I was lucky enough to play in Two two of the League Cup finals Um, Won one Lost one Both games Had terrific players on each side But I don't think any fans Look back in any And go That was a classic game And oh The quality was outstanding very scrappy, very tight, very edgy. Aside from the obvious, right? Does it, what, what, what does the Hamden factor bring? Uh, does, it, does it feel noticeably different as a football game? I know there's yeah. a split in the crowd. My goodness, even I can spot that as being a, a different factor from when you play at one of the grounds. But I, does, I, does well, that make I, the game uh, any different or what? Well of course it's, it's an occasion when you're at Hamden In the National Stadium Of course you get the magnitude of the game Even though this game at Celtic Park At Ibrox You know it's one One of the best known fixtures around the world But as a player Of course it's different um, Unusual surroundings 50-50 split makes for An unusual atmosphere You've got to say Played plenty of times for Celtic at Hamden Where What 70-80% of the stadium was Celtic fans And it almost felt like a home game It's entirely different when it's Celtic Rangers So Of course it makes it different um, I mean there's so much space Around the pitch Can the ball boys Get the ball back As quickly mm, as they can oh, When it's one of the thought. When it's one of the league games This is the level of detail That we kept banging on We had calls about the ball boys Didn't we And ball girls right, And ball yeah. return operators um, <laughs> Be careful Back in, Back at the one of the previous fixtures So You've got, to, you've got to leave every You can't leave any stone unturned Gordon Yeah um, I, I agree with John I, I do think that We've got the potential of a, a terrific uh, game of football. I do look back at the one at Ibrox and it did become very scrappy, but sometimes that happens in these games because uh, you don't want to be that player that makes a mistake and costs your team. Um, but I just think cup final, we're gearing everything up there. Two teams that are in very good form, winning games. I think we've got the makings of a terrific game at Hamden on Sunday. Thank you, John. Hopefully it lives up to your expectations. Um, let's see how you two are Bearing on this teaser Looking for four players This century Who've won the Scottish League Cup With two teams And you've given me Johnny Hayes so far They must have played in the final Give me one more name I think I've got what Stephen Thompson St Mirren and Rangers 
Wonderful shout That's a well, great shout. Done. well done uh, Mark give me your guess please Scott Brown Scott Brown I think is on the list You know let me just double check Yes Six times with Celtic no less And uh, once for Hibs So that means we've just got one more to get We'll try our best to get it next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal are both here We're on to the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard There is still time to squeeze a call in if you fancy it So it's 0141 951 1025 And remember before the end of the show I'll announce who has won the pair of tickets To the Virgin Bet Race Day at Air Racecourse On Saturday 11th of March You can still get the tickets at airracecourse.co.uk Hospitality tickets also still available But we just thought we'd throw them in for every, every night this week If you get on to make a point to the panel You go in the hat and uh, you could be the winner So we'll do it tonight, tomorrow and the remainder of the week How are you two faring on this teaser? Now let me thank Derek again for sending this in That's the aim of the full-time teaser by the way I always sort of assume that you know Because I know many people will listen regularly But if you don't, what happens is you, the listener, sends the questions in and then the pundits try and come up with the answers to your question. It's quite good fun. And you can have that smug sense of satisfaction if they struggle with your question like they invariably do. So Derek's tonight is four players this century who've won the Scottish League Cup with two clubs. Now they must have played in the final. You've got three already. You've got Johnny Hayes, Stephen Thompson and Scott Brown. What about Brotto? Levy Celtic. The goalie. Yeah, you love the way he used to kick it. Remember that? It's that amazing. Sort of side amazing. Yeah. How would you describe it? I've a brotto. Very well. All my just pals just called it, it a brotto when they did it. Yeah. I guess that's no right. Oh no, it? it's not. No, no, uh, it's not. I'll go uh, Niall McGinn. What's your thinking there? Aberdeen, Aberdeen and Celtic. No. Good effort though. Mm. Is it? Kept it well. He kept that one himself. Aye. But it must be a goal. It must be the goalie. You always say that, but then it's not brotto. No. Is it a goalie? Any, you got any other goalies in mind? Mm, not really Okay Well listen We'll try and get it Before the The end of the show No problem with that We'll wait and see How you get on um, Just thinking Mark It's clearly been A lot of talk About Sunday's game I'm sure that'll continue um, that, That'll continue This week um, I'm looking at What else is out there In Scottish football today That we haven't really covered Not, not a great deal What I did wonder though About your old uh, Your old club A bit of a Mm. Of a disruptive time at Dundee United. It was the AG entry, wasn't it? Some fans out, a banner, Ashgar, um, out. Tony Ashgar, of course, the is it sporting director, director of football. I can never quite keep up with the yep. the, the fans. Fans not title. happy um, at the minute at Tanadice, and who can blame them really when they're not happy with the running of the club behind the scenes, the transfer policy? But you match that. We've been bottom of the league and recent results, then it's a tough environment for the players to work in. Um, and when you start getting protests outside the ground, I know it was only a small band of fans, it usually doesn't end well. How many times have we seen it? Usually doesn't end well. So, more clubs got a lot of thinking to do, and it probably starts with a manager. Liam Fox has gone through a tough time at the minute. Things not going his way. You don't have to look at the goal that they concede. At the weekend And when things aren't going your way Things like that happen So They have to stick or twist But they have to do it Sooner rather than later Back the manager Say we're all in He's here The players know where they stand Or Unfortunately Like Stevie Hamill They make the decision 
They get somebody in that gets a bounce And before you know it They're off the bottom of the well, table Well I, th- I think that'll come at the weekend If you look at the fixture Up at Dingwall Ross County Sitting just above them In the league mm-hmm. Roger they... Hannan's gone up to that He was saying to work Do you, you want to go with him? No but it's a good uh, big game at the bottom nah, no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't cross the road with Roger um, I've got to say I think it'll be a real difficult game that And I, th- I, d- I don't think that folks could You know, walk out of there with a defeat And still keep his job Because someone will need to take the flak um, Obviously Tony Ashgar's coming in for a lot of criticism And when people from the, the, the above get criticised usually then they make a decision to change something and it's usually stroke head coach or manager you just don't need to be conceding goals like that at any time never mind when you're down in the dumps that, ludicrous wasn't it like as bad as you, you could ever see the first one or the second one oh, right. I, know, I, know he, I know he should have done better with the first, <laughs> first one the first one was terrible. oh come on the like, first one was terrible I get that but let's not be yeah, but hysterical you, here. especially when you get back into the game you give give yourself that sort of uh, encouragement to go, and there've been a massive three points for them. Um, they must have been full of confidence, and then you just you just shoot yourself in the foot. It was unbelievable. But all credit to Stevie May, never gives up. That's the way you always teach young kids: never give up. You never know when the chance is there to put the ball in the back of net. I mean, I get it, Mark. Manager always takes the fall, but in what is it, three and a bit years? Robbie Nielsen, Mickey Mellon, Jack Ross. Not good look that, is it? So, you know, at some point you need to not do that. Yeah, but I mean, that's, you know, it, do you not feel like that's just football yeah, nowadays? That it's just a quick fire job. And you think, who would get into it? Knowing the fact that they're six games away from just losing their job. But I get what you mean. Dundee United fans, what about a continuity? What about, you know, somebody to be there for years with a long term plan that they can, you know, rely on. Shaping something But none of these managers have, have got the chance It can't be a couple of Real bad results Results in you losing your job Tam mm. Courts looked like he was onto something But again Tam Courts wasn't a fan's favourite He got them Was it fourth? They finished mm. under Courts But still people Didn't take to him um, So they need to find someone Someone for the long term Who can work Way upstairs as well as the, the players on the pitch Speaking of Dundee United The Aforementioned producer Callum Who's now left To, to go to Pastures New Inch, and I just noticed He's been on Twitter Because apparently You can now apply For his job Which is now vacant Right so He's I thought, not reapplied is he uh, I thought yeah. I would just Click on it Just to see what the What the description was And honest, I can't help but think That they've left out Some of the highlights Which are That you need to be Gordon DL's At Gordon Deal's personal beck and call <laughs> at all hours of the day. Yeah. You need to be able to help him with anything that's going on in his life. You yeah. need to be able to arrange for Hugh Keevans to get to and from wherever he needs to go. They've left that bit out. You know, they've got all the stuff about, you know, booking the pundits and planning the content and researching topics and helping implement standout moments and all this sort of stuff and archiving all the audio and speaking to the callers. But the real glamorous stuff is babysitting you lot. But those should be the real bullet points because that Mm. is the hard stuff. Dealing with this guy to my left asking for coffee every three minutes. Are the bosses of this company going to be furious that we are putting people off though with that description? It's really good. It's really good fun. Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal are great company. Hugh Keevans is nowhere near as grumpy as you would think. 
And if you have any experience in that role, you should apply for the job. Yeah. <laughs> what a shout out that is. How many applicants have we got so far? Zero. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Listen, the CVs hundreds, have been hundreds. flying in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, you've got one more to get on this teaser championship action tonight, by the way. Still goalless early on. Um, Hamilton and Inverness. You've got one more. Four players have won the Scottish League Cup with two teams this century. You've given me Johnny Hayes, Stevie Thompson, Scott Brown. One more. I think I've got it. Derek Riordan. Nope. No. Goalie. Oh, it was a goalie. I thought you said it was a goalie. No. Oh. Right. I'm going to the Scott Brown. So it's either Whitaker or Kevin Thompson. Mm. Oh, yes, yes, Which yes. Which one? Yes. Pick one, Gordon Deal. I'll go Whitaker. What would you go out of those two? I was Stevie Whitaker. He played in the cup final against. Have I got it right? Me. In 2011. I bet was he the Hibs one as well? Aye. Yes. Well done, Dad. Well done. Thank you, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, and thank you for all your calls. There's clearly a big game on the horizon because I can sense it in the air. That's the mood out there tonight. Who knows what tomorrow will bring? Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly will certainly be brought into the studio. Uh, So we look forward to catching up with them and you tomorrow. Give us a call. We'll have the tickets to Air Racecourse again. Speaking of which, Gary and Ibrooks, you were the winner tonight. Well done, Gary. And Gregor is up next. Have a good night.